evening. Good evening. If you are coming in, drop a hello in the comments. It is our final Q&A tonight. We've made it. Day five in a house, Friday night. If you're coming in, give me a hello. If you've uh, got your bubbles on hand, let me know what you got for me. I've got my uh, alcohol-free beer in the house. Uh, leftover in the cupboard. Not bad. So, um, if you're coming in, give me a hello. Let me know your biggest win of the week so far. Your biggest win of the week. Let me know your biggest win of the week. Let's go. Biggest win of the week. Just going to uh, make sure we are all live and ready to rock. Let's have a look if we are ready to rock. Just going to invite a few people in. So, Give me a hello if you're coming in. Um, let me know if you are coming in. Just gonna invite a few people in. Uh, so look. Hey Angela. Hey Shelly. Good evening, Judy. Judy's in the house. Good evening. There we go. It's working as well. Wow. So some of you might have met Julie this week from the workouts. Hey Rebecca. Hey Fran. Judy's on the call tonight, ready to answer some golden questions. Golden questions. Yeah. <laughs> so you might have seen Judy's um, introduction on Tuesday as well, and the workout before the workout on Wednesday. But I'll let Judy introduce herself to people who don't know who you are. So we'll let a few people come in first. Hope you've all had a good week. Enjoyed the five-day kickstart. Opportunity just to test yourself there. Right. Okay. So, hey, Maggie. Hey, Rebecca. Right, I've just sent over and tagged in. So we are ready to rock. I've got the questions up as well. Perfect. Cool. So, yeah, let's make a start. Over to you, Judy. So, for those of you that have not met me, and some people have, some people haven't, I'm Judy. I'm one of the coaches in Fruity Fit. Uh, but my journey into Fruity Fit was um, actually starting off as a client. I, I met Matt because I wanted to regain my fitness. If you've read my blog, that that will give you a bit of an outline. But basically, I wanted to regain my fitness that I enjoyed in my 20s. Uh, secretly, I did want to get lose some weight. I never really had a problem with, with weight in, the, in my past. But uh, like us all, it, it creeps up on you when you're not looking and, and wants to address that too. So that was how I started with Fruity Fit. And, you know, I'll talk about a bit more about that as we go through the call on that answer some of the questions you've asked but you know I'll talk about what my journey was like and, and some of the experiences I've had I've been interested in watching some of your looking at some of your uh, things that you flagged throughout the week I've been watching that with interest and some of your goals this evening and I thought I'd just touch on some of those in terms of yeah they're very similar to the goals that I had and still probably do still have as habits so yeah. but I'll let my the questions first and then we'll pick up as we go. Perfect. 
Perfect. Yeah. So uh, if you've got any questions, by the way, as well, just, just put in the comments as well. If you're on replay as well, drop them in the, in the comments on replay as well. We will get to them as well. So Karen asked, uh, have you seen these? These are my protein um, meal prep without the prep. So they're essentially kind of like ready meals um, from my protein. And they're almost like, yeah, kind of, they're selling them in Iceland, I believe, as well. So they're ready meals by my protein at Iceland. I've actually checked the the nutrients of them, and I must say, they're quite a good find. Like, so I, I mean, they're about four quid um, for a like a a pack, if you like. I'm not sure how if that serves one or or two. Um, but but they are super like the nutrition is like good um so you've got about 40 grams of um protein per portion um so just asking what what we think of them and, and generally yeah they're good they're about 400 to 500 calories and anywhere between 30 and 60 grams of protein so i must say that's quite a good uh they have a bunch one as well which is okay chicken skewer meals and 10 meals for 45 quid that's like 11 meals 45 pounds which is pretty good isn't it it's quite good isn't it it's like 420 a meal pounds a meal yeah that's pretty good isn't it yeah i guess so yeah for, uh, the amount of that's all very proteiny so it's not like yeah yeah i must admit it's quite I, I might actually try that out and have a little, I'll do a little taste test, see what I think. Uh, <laughs> it's got all the nutrients on there. Yeah. Yeah. Good find. Um, Karen, yeah. They're, they're all good. Um, yeah. I must say that was pretty good. Um, Rebecca, sorry. What these meals got distracted. I'll put a link to them uh, in the comments. Iceland promo. Let me uh, just put a link in there. You can check them out. I must admit, I'm, I'm, next time I'm in uh, Devizes, I'm going to have to go and have a little little look around Iceland. I, I always go to Iceland, actually. Good bargain, isn't it? Um, so I've just put that in there. There. So they've got the My Protein range, basically. Good protein. Uh, good price. Yeah, good find. Thank you for sharing. So, um, yeah. No, that's a, that's a good one. So... Uh, next, yeah, anything to add to that, Julie? No, no, I think I'll add all that too. It's yeah. good to have as a, and even if you're not keen on like frozen meals or anything like that, because if I'm honest, I'm not, but it's sometimes having it as an alternative, um, as you know, you know what an option to have, you know, even if it's not perfect, what's the alternative? If you are really stuck, if you're busy, what is it a takeaway? What is it this? Think of the money you'll save potentially. Think of the nutrition that you can get in. So, yeah, uh, Angela, I saw them in devices. I said yesterday, quite a good range, if I remember rightly. Perfect. We're going to have the whole of Fruit Chief Fit queuing up outside. I like it. Hey, Melanie, how you doing? So, Emma asked, um, any thoughts on how diet can help with symptoms of menopause like night sweats? Um, good question. Okay. 
Let's have a look. So, yeah, there's a. Let's start with uh, night sweats. So, it is a difficult one without knowing, like, particularly if you are on. Hey, Andrew, HRT. Like, we know that uh, obviously lack of estrogen, uh, HRT hormone replacement therapy has been shown to help with lots of symptoms of menopause. And if you look at some of the research around night sweats, hot flushes, most of it, like you, you can't really see further than, like HRT is, is probably above anything else in terms of supplements or anything like that. Um, but then if that aside, and maybe I'm not, maybe you're not taking that or you, or the dose, you just kind of trial and error at the moment, that's fine. Um, so if we go more into what the research says on nutrition, because that was a question, uh, there's been a lot of interest in, say, um, say Asian populations. When you look at their eating patterns and you look at hot flushes, uh, night sweats, different symptoms of menopause compared to, say, more Western symptom symptoms, if you like. So if you look at that, what do they do differently? Well, higher omega-3 content. Omega-3 is often coupled with vitamin E. Um, you've then got higher soy consumption. There's also a study recently that looked at soybean consumption. So higher consumption of soybeans uh, was associated with lower incidence of hot flushes, night sweats. So when they looked, did some studies, um, they looked at, well, if you give people two portions of soy a day, what happens, there was a reduction in hot flushes. I can't remember the exact reduction. It might have been around 45% reduction, which is quite significant. If, you know, some people are getting 40 a day, you know, you can then reduce that by half. That's quite a significant impact. And if that then improves someone's sleep, that's going to help their recovery. That could help their hunger. That could help them stick to their nutrition. That could then help their weight loss. That could then reduce their risk of diabetes, reduce their risk of cancers, heart disease. So it's a, it's a massive knock-on effect. Um, then you've got the more anecdotal side of it, which is probably less evidence-based, but more what I would say, you know, is it worth a try potentially? Yeah. Which is things like flax seeds and seeds. So, and this is very much anecdotal, but you know, some of the ladies have said to me, they've, they've taken flax seeds, like three tablespoons a day, even in Teresa three tablespoons a day and they've seen their hot flushes reduced massively, but they've had a few side effects. Um, as you can imagine that amount of fiber. So it's getting that balance, right? Um, so that's what I would say with that. Could you increase so the actions from that? Could you increase your omega free consumption, whether that's through oily fish, salmon, mackerel, sardines, anything around that? Um, if not, just supplement with an omega free. See if that helps at all. You have nothing really to lose. Soy, so we that's soy yogurt, soy beans. Beans, great source of protein as well. You can um, boost that. You can also get um, the Adami bean uh, pasta as well, which is a source of soy. Good protein in the pasta from the soybeans, which again is a nice pasta alternative to increase your protein, which I know from looking at the task today that so many of you have gone into in terms of protein every meal. Protein control with every meal as well, smaller plates, reduce passion, then it's like, 
protein, lots of protein with every meal, keep up the water intake. Protein every meal came up a lot, which is great because we know that by default already, that's going to increase your metabolism in terms of the calories you burn, digestion, absorption, muscle loss with age can help your recovery, can help with hunger, that can help with snacking. It's all kind of interlinked in that. So I would say they would be the immediate go-tos um, for night sweats, which then is obviously going to help with sleep. Obviously, things like nutrition in general, less processed food, less caffeine, um, less alcohol, unfortunately, less spicy food. They're obviously going to help reduction in night sweats as well. Your water intake as well. But, you know, just unfortunately, some of the things like coffee, caffeine, alcohol, spicy food are some of the worst things you can do. So, yeah, I know that's probably not what you want to hear on a Friday night when you're having a curry and a glass of wine and uh, not having oily fish and some soybeans. But, um, yeah. So, uh, anything to add to that, Jeannie? Anything you want to... But going back to the my protein meals in oh, yeah. ice, that's actually the my protein brand. Yeah, yeah. Powder. I didn't realise that. Yeah, they've got an exclusive deal. Yeah, five minutes, and they're going to be developing a, a, a line of about two hundred and fifty yeah. different. Definitely worth a look at yeah, that. Yeah. As ladies are trying to increase their protein, mm. I'd be popping in there. If you think about it, you're short on time. Mm. That's one of the biggest things. We're short on time. We're lacking protein. Protein's expensive, you could argue. That that is a potential. You know, because imagine if you're short on time, it's takeaway night. Well, you know what? Let's have I don't know, katsu chicken with rice. And yeah, guess what? I'm getting five hundred calories, thirty grams of protein. Singapore style noodles, chicken tea. Mm. Yeah, some good ones. Free bean wrap, uh, jerk chicken with rice, meat feast pasta, peri-peri chicken with rice, beef lasagna. Yeah, great. Like, yeah, I, I must admit, their, their macronutrients are very impressive. Like, yeah. lasagna, 400 calories, 36 grams of protein, only 8 grams of fat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, brilliant. So, yeah, good. And I think... Good. Yeah. Going back to the, there's lots of people in the comments, because I noticed that today, that there was lots of people in the comments talking about increasing your protein. And, you know, it's it's things like try a protein shake and immediately, and I know I did this when, when I was on the program and you suggested doing a protein shake. And I remember saying to you, oh, I don't want to become a bodybuilder. Yeah. <laughs> but actually actually it's not about that and it's also they're really quick to make so i still even now which is a bit boring but it just is easier i still have the same flavor protein shake that i had at the start of my my fruity fit journey which is so simple and they're all like things you can keep in the cupboard so you don't have to go shopping for them specially so it's the the protein powder, the almond milk, a handful of berries, and then just give it a bit of a zhuzh up. And, and you've got a really nice shake there. And it takes, what, five minutes? You know, when you're living a really hectic life and, and you find, you know, one lady I spoke to this week, she said, oh, I don't have breakfast, but 
the problem is when I get to school, because she's a teacher, when I get to school, I'm peckish. So when we break at break time, you know, I head straight for the staff room because I'm a bit, you know, that feeling, ladies. Uh, so she's going to try doing a shake uh, just because it takes off the edge. They're nice to have. So how many protein calories in a protein shake, Jane? I think on the one that I have, I think the blackberry one that i have is about 200 calories i'll i'll, I'll look it up because i'm sure it's on the recipe and i'll put it in the chat and then and then you can have a look but yeah protein shakes and in the shift group do you remember the ladies all went through a phase of all of them contributing different recipes so when you come on the if you become part of the program one of the one of the libraries for want of a better description is all sorts of recipes for protein shakes it's like wow it's like a little little library of lushness yeah absolutely and with the protein shake if only it was as simple as you look like a bodybuilder from taking a protein shake all of the guys want to look like a bodybuilder would just take a protein shake and be a bodybuilder but what you're probably seeing is lots of people in gyms drinking protein shakes and very much wanting way more muscle than they've ever got and just see a protein shake is like having a chicken breast there's literally not much difference at all in terms of it contains protein that's it it's just isolated um just see it like that through processing just like wheat is made into pasta and it's funny how we don't see that as processed food really we just see it as well as natural you know but yeah it's dried and processed into that similar protein powder it whey protein powder it's found in milk and one of the most natural things there byproduct of say making cheese whey casein done see that it's just the waste product essentially in that but it's found in milk anyway. If you have a glass of milk, you've actually got some whey in there. But obviously, all the carbs, fats uh, that come with milk, you don't have that when you have a protein shake. And obviously, you can have a protein shake on its own, just with water. You can have it with, just with milk. You don't have to make a smoothie. You could mix it with um, uh, a porridge after a bottle of porridge. Cook the porridge first, stir it in. That's another way to increase your protein intake which is a super simple one. Um, in fact, if anyone wants, I've got a guide on weight, 30 ways to increase your protein intake. Uh, if you want that, just put a protein in the comments, just comment of protein, and uh, we'll put that in the comments for you as well. Um, so that was that, was that one. Um, I know we're... Sorry, a bit of a tangent, wasn't it? Yeah, we're jumping around a bit. <laughs> yes, Jane, that's fine. I'll put that in. I'll put the protein in the comments for you. Literally, the protein in oh, the comments. Oh, here's the shake. I'm just going to put oh. the shake in there. So the answer to the question is, it was 37 grams of protein and 390 grams, oh, 390 grams, 390 calories. Oh. Yeah. So that's a lot of protein in just one shake. That's good, yeah. And that's like that's like a meal right so which is pretty good and i think what i would add 
add to that is, you know, when I think back to my journey, so my journey used to be like, I'd leave home at 5am in the morning, you know, I'd have breakfast before I left, and then I'd get to London, to Paddington or to Waterloo or whenever, and then I'd zip off to another part of the country. And my routine always used to be, you get to that mainline station, and I'd have a Costa and uh, a a croissant or a pastry of some sort and when you think about how many calories are in those two things alone and then compare that to I switch that to actually a protein shake you've got way more protein and probably less calories I'm guessing mm. yeah yeah I mean and the thing is with with protein shakes are like sometimes it's if you're using it just with like water or almond milk, something like that, there's really not a lot of calories at all in it. And it's just pure protein. It's just pure protein. It's just the calories in it are pretty much coming from the protein. And, you know, if, if someone really struggled with getting protein in, let's say they have soup for lunch and they're like, oh, I don't really want to eat much meat or whatever. They want to eat full of fiber as well. They could have it as a pudding or a snack on the go. And the funny thing is, one of those this morning was like, uh, I tried a protein shake for the first time. And I can't say I massively enjoyed it because I love chocolate protein shakes. I love certain protein shakes. Uh, sorry, I love milkshakes. And it wasn't as good as a milkshake. And I was like, yeah, and absolutely. If your expectations are it to be as good as a milkshake, you'll probably be a little bit let down. But it's not far off, if I'm honest. And some of them, the my protein one, especially if you ask me, is very close to a proper milkshake. Some of them taste incredibly synthetic. Some of the the crazy flavors. So it's a bit of preference, but yeah. But one thing she did say, despite that, was like, "Wow, my hunger levels were non-existent throughout the day, and it and it meant that I concentrated more, I snapped less, which means you then spend less money on." different snacks which again is a good thing um yeah exactly Fran. i was thinking a lot of calories but could manage that amount yeah it's, it's always thinking about the subsequent amount so if you had 350 calories but it's keeping you really full up it's like you know what you could have 350 calories of biscuits i'm sure and that's a choice you're not saying you can't have that it's permission but it's like what's going to keep you more full up and it might be that some days you have the biscuits instead and that's okay too you could half the portion of the protein and have a few biscuits with it. It's about small progress with this 1%. It's not like going, I now only drink protein shakes. I am protein shake. And that's the problem, right? I speak to people sometimes, they're like, yep, yeah, doing the Cambridge diet or I'm eating food. There's no in between. And actually, it could be that they could work together. That protein style shakes like Cambridge, like whatever, can be part of your diet. Because like I said the other day about like with keto diets, it's like, it's not thinking, am I come out of keto or I'm not? It's like, well, could you apply some of the principles in, of increasing your protein intake, helping that keep you full up for longer? That's a powerful one. Uh, Rebecca, how much protein do we need or is too much? Sorry, if this has been asked. Um, so no, uh, if you are looking at the exact amount in grams, a good, a good place to start is about one, probably 1.2 to 1.5 and up grams of protein per kilogram of your body weight. So say you went 1.2, it'd be 1.2 times every 
kilogram of body weight. So if you're, let's do an easy one. If you're 100 kilograms, times that by 1.2, that's 120 grams of protein. And if you then tracked your protein, I'd be very surprised if you were anywhere near that in a day. You'd probably be, I always say, I always look at people's diaries. I've looked at a lot of people's diaries in my time. And when they normally do their first one, I'd say if they're around 70, 80 grams, that would be impressive. Most people are probably closer to 60, 70, 50. Um, but then you look at where you're at, and it's not about jumping from there to there, so like 50 to 120, but it's about going, okay, can I get from 50 to 60? And use the 30 ways to increase your protein I've just put in the comments to help you that. Uh, Rebecca, nowhere near there. Yeah, most people are, like I said. Um, and that's where looking at percentage of calories is so powerful. What I mean by that is the percentage of protein that's coming from, um, the percentage of calories that's coming from protein in your diet, okay? The percentage of protein that's coming uh, percentage of calories that's coming from protein in your diet. So look at a protein shake. If you're having 300 calories and like 40 grams is coming from protein, that's a relatively high percentage. Like if I was to work that out now, that's probably around 45%, 40% or so roughly um, is coming from protein. Now, if you compare that to you know, sandwich, say, it might be about 10% protein. And my point here is per calorie, you're getting fewer amounts of protein in there. And that's why protein shakes are so handy. They give you quite a lot of protein for minimal calories um, added in. So, you know, that's where the push towards leaner protein sources can be. Um, and leaner sources of protein can be quite a good idea because there's going to be less calories that come with that as well. Um, yeah, hope that that makes sense on there, Rebecca. Cool. Yeah, I think just to add to that, just from my learning, so going back to my, I'd, I'd get to London and then have a latte and a pan of raisin. So I've just looked up those two to see what the calories are. So there, for those two things alone, that's 450 calories and they've got the pan of raisins got 4.5 grams of protein which is barely anything at all so the issue was that i'd then get to my destination and i'd still be hungry whereas the protein shake has obviously got way more protein in it so you therefore are not hungry later so although they although the protein shake was only marginally maybe less in calories than the latte and the pan and raisin you're actually full up so you snacked less the other way that you could reduce the calories down particularly on that one that i've posted out that breakfast berry shake is that that has got 15 grams of peanut butter in which is around 80 calories so you could you could reduce it down slightly in terms of calories but the protein shakes are really powerful and i think the back to my Achilles heel was always chocolate digestives as well. If I was working from home and I'd go downstairs and while I was making a cup of coffee, eat chocolate digestives. Uh, and I can remember 
when I switched to protein shakes, I remember going down one day and putting the kettle on and thinking, oh, chocolate digestive. And then I was thinking, oh, I couldn't eat a chocolate digestive if you paid me to because I was too full up from the protein shake earlier in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. It's really interesting. The number of times people have said to me, you know, I was actually, I had the protein shake and I was gutted that I wasn't hungry because yeah. I didn't have an excuse to eat really fascinating psychology yeah like i i like to be hungry because then i get to eat and i enjoy eating yeah. this actually hit what i need and you know, there's a lot to be said for processed food and the food manufacturing in today's world where you know actually it's, it's there to to make it moreish from the crunch to the look to the taste to the lack of protein but you know food manufacturers are having to change that because they now know that when people are looking at what to buy they're now looking for the word protein unfortunately or fortunately mm. the good thing is it's it's more awareness but the bad news is i'd say sometimes they're just chucking the word on without really increasing too much but it swings around about you know i guess if you increase it by three grams it's still three grams more but um i'm sure some legend will come out where you've got to have a certain amount of protein to say it's high in protein um it was interesting to see some of the some of the um, habits that some of the ladies are going to try going forward this week. You know, one of the ladies was talking about portion control. So whoever, whoever that was, and I, and I forget who put that as being their habit in the uh, as a goal going forward, use a smaller plate because with the best of intentions, we think we're going to serve up smaller portions, but we don't or we go back for seconds but use a smaller plate because that really helps and it's quick fixies like that very simple things that are really useful tips in terms of tools in the toolbox keep it super simple yeah and uh rebecca the problem is some of us snap regardless but the good thing is is you said you're nowhere near the protein rebecca so the good thing is is how do we know yet regardless because if you if you doubled your protein, I wonder how you would feel then. And it's not necessarily that that would definitely be the trick. You know, we're adults, we have to make that decision. But the good thing is, is like some of the strategies we've been through this week, could you plan your snacks in advance? So increase your protein. If you increase your protein by, by having a protein shake, so two things, plan your snacks. These are my snacks for today. Put them in a lunchbox. This is what I'm having today. It could be anything, 300 calories worth, whether that's a chocolate bar, whatever. I'm going to increase my protein as well by having a protein shake as well as. Then, see how you go. You've changed two things. Try that for two weeks. Don't expect to be perfect. You still might snack regardless. But what if you snacked a little bit less than you did before? That's still progress. Even if it's 1% less over two weeks. That would be massive progress. Or, or the additional thing there is if because I, I totally get that snacking thing. That's that's a real thing, isn't it? Yeah. So the other thing is to have maybe protein bars or make some protein balls. So when we did live cooking last year on a Friday night, there was a real stream of people bringing recipes of protein balls. And they're great because you can put those in the freezer. So when you get that feeling you can go and get the protein ball 
out of the out of the freezer and you've got something to snack on it's got protein in it it's got a really nice taste to it uh so it's a bit of a win-win situation as long as it's not a win-win-win situation where they're so moorish and you love them ah but things if they're in the freezer they take a little you can't you can't just oh i'll have that it's gone because you've mildly eaten it because you, actually you've got to yeah. you could you can only nibble at it because it's yeah. frozen but it does like it, right what was that remember the gobstoppers yeah yes oh they were unhygienic but yeah anyway oh look rebecca's it all has some really nice peanut protein balls oh, oh my try those we need to make protein gobstoppers so when i used to have gobstoppers we used to leave it it used to last about four days because it just doesn't go down that is what protein gobstoppers or you can learn from my youngest daughter she's got a, a live talking sloth toy thing and it's super slow now she pretends to be a sloth so when she, we were eating the other day, we were like, should we eat, like, she said, should we eat, like, sloths? And I thought, this is so relevant. She was, like, really slow. And it was, like, mindful eating, literally chewing your food slowly. So even if you are going to snack, give yourself permission to snack. What about if you just slow it down, like the frozen protein balls? Slow it down. Increase your protein. Drink your water. And little things, like, so this is funny. Like, I don't always do this, but alcohol-free beer here. I can have one can of this and I feel like I'm having something that's like a bit, bit cheeky. Yes, yeah, like 60 calories. It's quite filling. It gives you, it hits my taste and it's like 60 calories. And it's also sometimes thinking about what's the alternative. Oh, oh, so alcohol, there we go. So alcohol, so one of the ladies, alcohol was, a def, was another Achilles heel of mine. So one of the ladies said to me, what they did was they switched to, oh, now I always get this wrong. Is it fever for you? It's not fever for you, is it? Fever tree tonic. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were out for the evening with friends, went to the bar, didn't really want another gin and tonic, but didn't want to look unsociable. You know how you get that pressure, and I totally get that. Um, so they, they ordered a fever tree tonic in a gin glass with the ice and slice or whatever and actually said oh that's a really refreshing drink because it's all very well going oh i'm not going to drink monday to thursday i'll just drink at the weekend but actually a glass of water or a cup of tea doesn't quite cut it in the evening so it's about having something alternative like the alcohol free beer that you've got there or have you noticed there's lots more alcohol-free drinks coming on the market. Gin, yeah. Gins as well. That's another one. Yeah, there's lo loads now. Absolutely loads. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. So, um, no, lots of uh, good, good points in there with the protein. Um, cool. That. So, uh, on the question that Emma asked about sleep, and um, menopause, like night sweats, insomnia. Uh, there was, there is a, a few research on um, like sleep disorders and hormone HRT being kind of one of the most prevalent uh, kind of treatments for that. Um, 
However, going back to sleep, sleep is such a complex thing because sleep hygiene has a massive thing to do with it. Like it's not just uh, like it's, it's like I think it's 60, 60, 70 percent of adults in the UK suffer from at least disrupted sleep. Um, and a lot of people struggle with five hours sleep. So, and, and I think half the problem and a, and a lot of researchers say this, like most of the problem is the overthinking and the stressing of sleep. Um, you know, a lot of people go straight to caffeine, but I would actually say one of the, the biggest issues is we think we should have the perfect night's sleep of eight hours. And if we're, if that doesn't happen, we're stressed. So we wake up and it's like, I'm stressed. We check our phone. You're either so close to your alarm, you can't believe it, or you've barely been asleep. Either way, that will send a little cortisol stress shock to you. And it's about giving yourself permission. If you want to sleep in the day, have a nap in the day when you need it. If you need it, I nap most days, even if it's for five minutes, even if it's a meditation slash nap. So sometimes I'll fall asleep. But there are a few things you can do, like getting out. Did you get outside today? Did you even avoid caffeine after 12, 2 p.m.? Could you wind down before bed, have a bath? Could you do a, a little bit of a worry journal? Could you uh, have a bit of a write down your wins from the day? Just have a little routine. Not drink too close to bedtime, especially alcohol. Pre-bed, maybe have like 90 minutes or so without, or even 20 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever, without too much screen time. Make sure your temperature is, is cool in your, in your bedroom. Make it dark. Don't reward yourself if you wake up in the night. That's a key one. You know, don't go downstairs and make a cup of tea because you're, you're basically saying to your body, if you wake up at night, you get a cup of tea. That's actually a reward. You want to take the bins out or <laughs> meditate or something like that. Do something that is still restfulness or is a punishment, essentially. But actually know that you don't have to have the perfect day of sleep. If you wake up after six hours, fine, meditate for a little bit. If you wake up after four hours, meditate. Know that that's restful. Know that you're still activating that prefrontal cortex, the part of your brain that helps you make better decisions. Um, yeah, cool. Um, Angela, wish more places would serve alcohol-free drinks in wine glasses rather than tumblers. Yeah. I just ask. I've, uh, I'm, I'm quite a non-alcohol person. I choose my alcohol days very sparingly. Um, and yeah, I'd, I'd always just, I'll just go, oh yeah, can I get some, uh, ice lemon in there? And then they normally give you a good glass as well. Yeah. That's the key. Ask for a lemon or lime or something or an orange slices was my, yeah, we went, when I went away near over Christmas, I did get a soda water with orange in it. And that was quite nice with a straw in it. And it looked, it looked quite fancy, actually. All I needed was the umbrellas, which I don't think they do anymore. They banned. I think they're banned now. <laughs> Never see umbrellas anymore. It's quite crazy that we had umbrellas in drinks. Isn't that a bit random when you really think about it? Why an umbrella? Sun, I guess. But yeah, anyway. I've never really understood that. But it was so accepted. That's how crazy our brains are. So, um, that is all the questions that uh, 
we have had. Some good questions. Hopefully you've found this whole week helpful. I will put a link in terms of our 28-day kickstart, which we have a flexible start date this week and next week for our 28-day kickstart, Marlborough, Chippenham, Devises, or all from home, like you've done this week, whether that's 10-minute workout, 5-minute workout, even 1-minute workouts, which we haven't done in the 5-day kickstart, but which we do do, because something is better than nothing. Like the amount of testimonial stories, transformations we've seen from the ladies who've started with one minute and laughed. And I always say, challenge yourself to do something that you think is pointless. Then once you've done it enough times, you've then earned the right to say it's pointless. And that's, that's quite a good motto to have. Um, so, uh, the other thing I was going to just touch on, Max, mm. I noticed in one of the comments earlier in the week on one of the workouts that somebody asked, is this suitable for people aged 70 plus? And, and, and my thing that I really want to put across to everybody that's on this call, it doesn't matter what your age is, what your health conditions are, whether you've not been in a gym or done any fitness for a long, long time, there is something for you it's all about going at your pace your pace is always the right pace um, you're never too old to start if you've got knee issues you can adapt you can hold on to a chair you can do a different exercise so so if you're one of those people that are listening that that think oh, i can't do that for what can't do this for one of those reasons there is actually a lady who i find quite inspiring i've been following her for a, quite a while on instagram if you're an instagram person fan train with joan so so she's a lady that's 76 years old and she started her fitness journey at the age of 70 and she was something like 198 pounds she lost 70 pounds in in weight her daughter is a personal trainer she's like a into uh, bodybuilding and such like and so she she embarked on this personal training journey sorry this is a bit of a tangent um and she is extraordinarily fit now. She, I mean, she's 76 and I look at her and I just, I am inspired. When I see her like lifting weights and her fitness and her tone, extraordinary. You know, she had, she had acid reflux medication at the time, hypertension medication. Uh, she had kidney disease. She had all sorts of, she had arthritis. She had all sorts of different health conditions going on. Um, yeah, it's just extraordinary. So it's never too late. Doesn't matter how, how fit or unfit you are, what your health conditions are everybody can do a workout and you know one of the workouts i do is a back to basics and it's seated and and before anybody goes how can you do a workout that's seated is that actually gonna be any good whatever any good is is that actually gonna work you out um the answer is yes you know one of our ladies she actually does ultra marathons and she ended up uh uh, I don't know, recovering from something and did a seated workout with me. And she was like, wow, this really works out your core. Um, you know, I've had ladies that have been kicked in the knees with by horses or had feet injuries uh, come along to seated back to basics. So, yeah, anybody can do this. I just had to put that out there. Sorry. No, yeah, definitely. And it's like Melody said there, I'm recovering from a horrible back problem. All the trainers have adapted things for me when I need it. Perfect. Yeah, great. Awesome work. And that's it. You've got a 
focus on what you can do because you're only going to know what you can do by doing. That's how you'll eliminate what you can't do. Otherwise, it's a lot of it will be up here a little bit. Like, I definitely can't do that. I, I won't be able to do that. And actually, there's always things you can do. And that's where that food fitness focus comes in, in terms of even if you literally, there's barely anything you can do training-wise. Even if there was, guess what? You can focus on that one thing you can do. I'll never forget one of the ladies. She was like, oh, yeah, my back's got an issue in my back, my leg. And I was like, oh, hang on a minute. In your initial one-to-one, -one, you said you really wanted to tone up your, quote-unquote, bingo wings, the back of your arms. The one that we just... Every time there's an exercise that you can't do because of your back, you just work out your back of your arms. She's like, oh, yeah. So we just doubled down on the thing that she said she actually wanted to do anyway. And when you put it like that, it was a bit like, oh, yeah, actually, there's a positive in this. And that's a, a good mindset ha to have. If you get an injury, if you get a setback, instead of just, uh, like, doubling down on why that's bad switch it and say what's positive about this what what could possibly be positive about this got a bad back i can still work my triceps i can work my triceps twice as much i was doing exercise on the wall in october and i can now do two minute plank on the floor blimey awesome work melanie love that i'm going to come down and see some proof okay <laughs> that's a that's a challenge there Melly, I want to see a big <laughs> below. No alder flower. Okay. Um, perfect. Yeah. Well, I hope to see many of you in the 28-day kickstart. Any, anything else to ask? Any other questions? Anything else to add to that, Judy? No, no, I think that's about it. I think we could sit here and talk all night. Yeah, we could do, couldn't we? I'll be honest. And how are we doing? have my dinner. Have we not had your dinner yet? No. Oh, we had ta taco, Friday night taco. What have you got? What have I got? Oh, I, I have... just rang, have you just rang, rang and ordered Iceland? No. My no. <laughs> no. We got fajitas with black beans and tomatoes. And I'm not sure what else. Kev's doing the cooking tonight. Cool. Nice. The brilliant thing about uh, tacos, we do the refried beans in there as well. Bulks it out massively. Like, I'll be honest, we've got leftovers from the tacos and it looks like we haven't even eaten anything. And I was like, it looks like we could have this four more times out of this. this place. It's because of the refried beans, because it just bulks it up, right? Hit yeah. a refried bean, beans in with the taco mix. With wow, and it's like, yeah, it, it seems to quadruple in size. And again, a good way to add volume in, add some vegetables in on the side as well. Tacos are great. Yeah. Good. Perfect. Um, positive week. Implementing, implementing a lot of it. Great to hear, Sandra, because you only get results are done. So well done. Awesome work. Brilliant. So, yeah, if you caught up on replay as well, um, do let me know, Andrew. Helpful, interesting week, but most of all, fun. Perfect. Thank you, Andrew. Well done. Awesome work. Yeah, it's been great to see so many of you get involved in the workouts as well. That's, that's the key thing. Um, just showing up every morning. So that is a wrap on here. I'm going to take my alcohol-free beer, my last bit, and uh, wrap that one up tonight. So have an awesome weekend. And uh, that is a wrap. Enjoy your fajitas.
and uh, we'll see you soon. Great stuff, Rebecca. Have a good weekend, everybody. Rebecca. And forward to six sessions. Yes, come on, let's do it. Go, let's go. Great stuff, Fran. Feeling motivated. Good to hear. Perfect. Brilliant. Have a good weekend. See you later, Andrea. Have a good one. I will log out. Any other comments, you can replay, let us know your biggest win. And we'll see you soon. Take care. Great kickstart. Awesome work. See you later.